Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and great to have you with me again this week on our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of Jesus while living, leading, and overcoming the everyday challenges we face in life. Hey, this is episode 121. (laughs) Love spending this time with you. Hey, got a great podcast for you today. Feeling really excited about it. Feeling excited about the practicality and the opportunity of some of the things we're going to talk about today. Hey, as always, I would love for you to visit LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. You can stream other podcasts there. You can get a copy of today's handwritten show notes there as well. And there are many other resources available at that website and would love for you to take advantage of the material we're working hard to put together to add value to your life. You can also communicate with me through the website. Would certainly appreciate that. I love hearing from you, the listening audience, as we grow together in leadership. Hey, today I want to talk to you about hope. This is such an important topic in our time. We need hope. Science backs it up. Our own experience backs it up. The people who have hope have the most influence. And I want to talk to you today about the need for hope as a leader. And I want to share with you some things that I believe will really help you be the kind of leader that creates a culture of hope wherever it is you lead. You know, as we talk about hope today, hope has to be planted if you want it to grow. Hope has to be planted if you want it to grow. You can cultivate hope. You can plant hope. You can talk about hope. But hope has to move past just the idea of being a good idea, something wishful or something we long for. Hope needs to be in some ways tangible and measurable. And sometimes hope is this tension between what is and what can be. It's the tension between what we're experiencing today and what we want to experience tomorrow. He or she who has the most hope has the most influence. You know, I remember years ago hearing someone say that any area of your life where you do not have hope, you are believing a lie. And the idea of that, right, is that hope, it offers a prevailing narrative of something better, of perseverance or breakthrough or increase in prosperity or sales, that the people, we crave hope, we long for hope, and hope has to be planted if you want it to grow. Well, that led me to thinking, <laughs> how do I as a leader plant hope? How do I, as a leader, plant hope? I think in the grand scheme of organizations, I lead a rather small one. But I want to be a healthy organization. I want us to be a vibrant organization. I want us to be an organization. Actually, I want us to be an organism, if I were to be really honest with you. A a life-giving, breathing, consuming, and giving away life to our community. 
What does hope look like in your context, friends? <laughs> what does hope look like for you as a leader? What does hope look like for you personally about your own life, your own family, your own dreams, your own passions, your own callings, your own purpose? What does hope look like? And what does hope look like for your organization, for the area that you're leading, your church, your ministry, your small group, your business, your family, your marriage? What does hope look like for yourself? Hope has to be planted if you want it to grow. Wishful thinking, friends, is not hope. Longing for something different without making any kind of change today is not hope. Because that's what hope does. Hope inspires change. Hope just doesn't have a different vision of the future or a different picture of the future. Hope actually recognizes that if we want to get from here to this preferred future, then something has to change. And so I want to talk to you today about the five types of soil or the five needed ingredients, if you will, to plant hope. All right. So let's talk about the five needed ingredients to plant hope. Okay, ingredient number one, friends, is that promises must be greater than problems. Promises must be greater than problems. Now, as a person of faith, this is uh, something that I deal with on a regular basis because I most often interact with people when they are dealing with problems, a medical problem, a job loss, uh, an emotional issue, a spiritual issue, a relational issue. People have problems. We all have problems. The question is, is the problem bigger than the promises that you have? Is your past bigger than your future? Is your financial situation bigger than your ability to get out of it? Is your spiritual problem bigger than God's ability to get you out of it? See, we need promises that are bigger than problems. And not just pie-in-the-sky promises, real tangible promises, and not just wishful thinking, promises that are proven to work. And so if you want to plant hope as a leader, you need to ensure the organization that you're leading, the team that you're leading, the ministry that you're leading, that we always have a promise that is greater than our problem. Uh, a guy I really love to listen to, he says it this way, attached to every problem is a promise. Attached to every problem is a promise. Meaning we can be so focused on the problem, so enamored with the problem, so consumed by the problem that we have forgotten to see where's the promise. Where's the promise of breakthrough and increase in sales and growing your business and a healthier marriage and a, a, an enjoyable relationship with your children? What about the promise of vibrancy with God? There's a promise that's greater than your problem. And if you're going to be a leader of hope, then you've got to plant hope in your organization, in your culture. And to do that, the first ingredient you need is that promises will always be greater than our problems. We won't ignore the problems. We won't ignore the problems. But we refuse to let the problems determine what is possible. We're going to let promises do that. Ingredient number two, vision... <laughs> 
<laughs> a picture of the preferred future has to be greater than your circumstances. And then you say, golly, Lance, that sounds a lot like what you just said, and promises are greater than problems. And promises are these moments of, of energy and, and belief, and it's almost as if promises are active and living. They're like leaven. They get into the middle of a problem, and they leaven it from the inside out. Vision being greater than your circumstances is about what's possible. What is possible? And I need a picture of a preferred future. I need a picture of the preferred future that's bigger than my own life, bigger than your own life. And oftentimes, circumstances want to shrink our vision down. Circumstances demand energy for the urgent. Circumstances demand our attention in the moment. And so we lose sight of what we're doing today matters for tomorrow, and tomorrow matters for next week, next week for next month, next month for next year, etc. And before long, we're not living with a vision. We're just reacting to circumstances. If you as a leader of hope want to plant hope in your culture, in your organization, then you need to communicate a vision that is greater than the circumstances you are facing. Vision. I love vision. I'm a person of vision. I love talking about vision. I love hearing people's stories and imagining, man, with that kind of background, when you've overcome this and you've prevailed in that and you've been educated here and you've accomplished this and you've developed that training and, and, and you've, you, you've um, gotten stronger and healthier through this situation. Wow, what an amazing what an amazing person. And that's the power of vision. <laughs> it's the power of vision. I could talk about vision for a while. I love vision. I love having a picture of a preferred future, something that we can run towards together. And that leads me to our third ingredient. Community needs to be bigger than me. As a leader of hope, you want to plant hope in your culture. You want to plant hope in your relationships. Well, the third ingredient is community needs to be bigger than me. The, 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 the corporate needs to be bigger than the singular. Now, that just makes sense, of course. Plural. The plural is always greater than the singular. But the challenge with this is, is that oftentimes as leaders, we can get so focused on us and we can get focused on the individuals. I, I love what <laughs> I read a guy said one time. He said, I may... I may, I may face problems that are bigger than me, but I will never face problems that are bigger than my family. I love that. I really do. Because it's so true, isn't it? We face problems that are bigger than ourselves. It's outside of my competency. It's outside of my understanding. It's outside of my perspective. There's blind spots. I need to see this differently. And if I can bring these challenges and these opportunities from me to we, then the problems that are bigger than me will never be problems that are bigger than we. You know, the world is full of good people, and if you can't find one, be one, all right? If you can't find one, be one, and be willing to open up into the community. Be willing to find the we 
and begin to have honest conversations and share your heart and and seek the heart of others and have some common shared experiences from as simple as a, a coffee. Hey, tell me about your upbringing and how did you get to this job or how did you get to this church or how did you get to this point of leadership um, all the way to maybe you, you're sharing, you know, more personal secrets with each other and personal dreams with each other. As a leader of hope, you want to plant hope in your culture. And the third ingredient to really plant that hope is have a we that is larger than me and have a kind of we, a kind of community that you can be honest in and that you can really engage. Ingredient number four, have space that is larger than confinement space that is larger than confinement. This is really practical because this is talking about the kind of relationships that we have. I remember uh, read one time Brene Brown, who's a great author on the topic of vulnerability and trust and honesty. She said, we can't be brave in a big world without a uh, without at least one small safe space to work through our fears and falls. Let me read that again without the stuttering. We can't be brave in a big world without at least one small safe space to work through our fears and our falls. And this is what I mean by having a space that's larger than confinement. Community can provide you perspective and community can provide you encouragement. You also need that one friend, that two friends that you can say, this is what I'm really afraid of. I'm, this is something that happened in my past. It's really inhibiting me. It's hindering me. If you want to plant hope in your culture and you want to plant hope in your organization, provide space for these kinds of amazing conversations to happen because we don't want to be governed by our fears and our failures. And so we actually want to work through them to find love, to find hope, to find life, to find wisdom, to find courage, to find perseverance as well. Let's make sure our community is bigger than me and let's make sure our space is bigger than confinement. Here's ingredient number five. Ingredient number five on how we plant hope. Remember, hope has to be planted if you want it to grow. And organizations are dependent upon hope. Hope that the sales will get better. Hope that we'll grow our client base. Hope that we'll accomplish this project on time. Hope that we can move to that new place and start this new adventure. Hope that we'll find the kind of friendships that are really make life enjoyable. And hopeful that my kids will do well in school as they make new friends. And hopeful that we get past this COVID pandemic. And hopeful that this happens. And hopeful that we can get through these things. Hope is like oxygen to us, friends. <laughs> We've got to breathe it in. We are so dependent upon hope. And as leaders, it's really important that you and I be people that are filled with hope. Because anywhere you don't have hope and anywhere I don't have hope, we're believing a lie. So the inverse is true. In places where we do have hope, is because we're believing a truth. We're believing that something really powerful that exists existentially outside of us is true. And it's living and it's breathing. It's alive. It has formative power, creative. And I'm talking about some new age kind of mystical stuff. I'm talking about the power of truth. I'm talking about the power really of God at work in our lives. And when God is at work in our life, there's a fifth ingredient to planting hope. 
And it is that perseverance has to be greater than quitting. Perseverance has to be greater than quitting. (laughs) The path towards hope always walks through suffering. The path towards hope, it's always going to walk through suffering. And notice what I said here. The path towards hope doesn't walk around suffering. The path towards hope doesn't ignore suffering. The path towards hope can walk through suffering, acknowledging it and experiencing it, but not getting stuck in it. Now, for leaders, this requires a tremendous amount of self-awareness and empathy and compassion. You have to be okay in the presence of strong emotions. Today, I had a conversation with a uh, mental health professional, and one of the things that they were sharing with me is the power of being present with people. That sometimes what people need is not advice. They just need love. They need you to sit with them, to be with them, to experience these feelings together. I remember in the early years of my marriage when my wife and I would be having these intense emotions. I wasn't – I didn't know how to be vulnerable. I didn't know how to – I didn't know how to feel confident in vulnerability. I didn't know how to trust vulnerability. And it, it was too intimate. It was too intense. And so you just shut down and you abandon that thing and you abort vulnerability and you move on to something else. But the path towards hope always walks through suffering. And as you walk through suffering and you feel suffering and you're empathic and you're compassionate and you're a good leader and you're a listening leader and you're a loving leader and you haven't forgotten vision and you haven't forgotten promise and you haven't you haven't removed space to process fears and struggles and, and you're continuing to role model that we is greater than me, then perseverance becomes a natural byproduct. People want to persevere because perseverance is producing character it's generating wisdom, it's validating relationships, it's strengthening connection, and those things are much greater than quitting because just on the other side of perseverance is a character and it is hope, my friends. Perseverance has to be greater than quitting. Perseverance has to be greater than quitting. And so I'm encouraging you that if you want to plant hope, you need to have a community that values perseverance. And practically, I think one of the questions that you could ask some of those that you're leading is this. Where, where right now in your life is your greatest area of perseverance? Maybe it's a persevering truth. It's a persevering attitude. It's a persevering relationship. It's a, it's a place of resiliency. This is another thing that the mental health professional was telling me about today was resiliency. So hope has to be planted if you want it to grow. If you want it to grow in your leadership organism, your leadership team, your culture, your place of influence, if you want hope to have its ability to breathe and to bloom and to create beauty, hope has to be planted. We plant hope with five ingredients. Promises are greater than problems. Vision is greater than circumstances. Community is greater than me. Space is greater than confinement, and perseverance is greater than quitting. Hey, I love you, friends. Thank you for listening today. Love spending this time with you. Hope to talk to you again next week.